We're back on Dubai Stars. Today we have a different kind of star. He's Coach Nick. If you haven't heard of Coach Nick, maybe you're not really active on social media or simply living under a rock. But today we're going to introduce you of this coach. We call him the Celebrity Coach. Coach Nick, first of all, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. We know that it costs a lot to have an hour from your time, so I really appreciate it. Of course, man. No, no, it's good. It's been uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. We've been following each other on Instagram for a while, right? So for almost a year, and yeah, yeah, finally yeah. we met. Yeah, definitely. Coach Nick, this is a question I always ask all of my guests coming in here. Um, what brought you to Dubai, and why did you pick Dubai? Good question. Um, so this week has been eight years, basically. It's funny how congratulations. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, it's a, an achievement. Uh, it's you know, it's funny how things happen. Basically. I was training athletes already. Uh, you know, my background is as an athlete. I've been working with athletes for a long time. So I was doing that back in Canada when I was uh, I was 25 at the time. And uh, one of my good friends, who's a trainer also with athletes, started dating a girl who was in Montreal in Canada. Uh, she was from Dubai, but she was there for university. So when she finished university, she came back here. And he decided to come and check it out and see how it is. And then the month after, he gave me a call. He said, okay, let's open a gym for athletes. So that's how me and another guy came and uh, we opened the gym. Uh, yeah, man, so it was a really cool gym for so athletes. It, so we can say it was really destined for it to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah for I mean, sure. I mean, it, eight years ago, it wasn't as easy as people think about. So yeah. when you came here, first of all, tell me how, how were your emotions? For sure, you had the mixed feelings, you know, in Dubai, total different city, new experience. And back then, yeah. I think Dubai wasn't like as developed as it was today. Yeah. We're talking 2012. Yeah. So when you came here, do you remember how you were feeling, how you want to adapt to the environment? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Dubai, like when I got off the car with my friend, in Canada, I didn't know where Dubai was. I mean, the first thing I did is I Googled Dubai. I was like, holy shit, it's far, man. <laughs> you know, from Canada, it's it's really far. It's a good, like, direct flight to Toronto is 13 hours. It's eight or nine hours time difference. I never thought of my life of living in the Middle East, you know. But I was like, you know, you know, all, all these things happen for a reason. And I think I was at a point in my life, I didn't have a girlfriend. You know, I look at all these things. Um, you know, in a neutral way, and, and I look, look, I don't have anybody depending on me right now. I don't have a company yet. I was starting something, but I was like, man, I'm 25. This is perfect. Like, this is how it works, you know? I was like, hey, let me try. Obviously, it's scary, but um, I had, you know, my friend was already here. My other friend had just arrived also one month before me. So I was like, okay, let's do it. And when we came here, you know, we had all these ideas. We're going to kill it because there was no other gyms like it, you know, mm -hmm. in, in the Middle East. And, um, but then, yeah, it was the beginning of a learning process, you know, like it wasn't as easy as we thought. I was telling everybody in Montreal, I'm going for two years, make a lot of money in Dubai, and then I come back, yeah, yeah, no problem, you know. <laughs> and then I get here, I'm like, man, after like, you know, after one year, none of this is happening, you know. Uh, from the outside, obviously, you know, people back home like, whoa, Dubai, this is some nice cars, I'm living in a villa, like, whoa, he's killing it, you know. Everyone is a millionaire. Yeah, city. exactly. Yeah, life is easy over yeah. But, but you know, but Dubai is, I think uh, because it's small and because of, you know, the mindset, the way people think here also, I think it's perfect to, to accomplish something. If you're willing to work hard, a bit like New York, New York, you know, like if maybe New York many years ago, like if you're willing to put in the work and, you know, you, you play the game right, you're creative, uh, you think outside the box, there's no reason why you, I think you can't make it in Dubai. It's not going to be easy. 
you know, like we said, we have to, you have to make a plan, you have to do it properly, you have to expect a lot of failures. But if there's any place where you can really make it, you know, obviously Dubai has, there's a lot of money also, there's a lot of potential, exactly. Like, like if you, if you find a, a really cool idea of a restaurant or something back in, I don't know, in Canada or in the UK, you bring it here, maybe it's going to work, you know? So it doesn't have to be super complicated either. Speaking of failures, tell me about your first failure. The first failure. This is the best lesson, you know, once you come in and you Yeah. The, I mean, it's not a failure, failure, but you know, a lot of people know me because because I train, I've been training Benzema for a couple of years, you know. Um, yeah, obviously, it's the biggest thing. I've taken care of Pogba also with his training when he was here. I've trained guys like 57 and stuff, but Benzema has been three, four years and every time he's in town also, I'm still training him, you know, so a lot of people know me for that, but they don't know the first times. You know, a lot of people tell me, oh, I, I should charge Benzema, you know, to train him and this and that. And, My schedule is like this, you know, this and the first time I trained Benzema, well, first it was someone that knew that I, I was professional, you know, they knew that I work as a professional in, in fitness in Dubai. Uh, I'm a good guy. I, I have a good network in fitness, physio and all that. So he was taking care of Benzema when he came here. And then he asked me, do you have a good physiotherapist or massage therapist for, for training Benzema? So I arranged it. I know the best people in Dubai and everything like that also, you know, so then I arranged it. He loved it. So, oh, can he have it again tomorrow? So I was like, yeah, okay, no problem. So I take care of it, you know? And uh, so, I mean, that's not the real job of a trainer, but you have to be flexible, you know? I took care of it. And then I told him, look, man, if, if Benzema wants to do a training session, I speak French also, you know, no problem. He, he'll be comfortable. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to charge or anything after or anything, you know, obviously. And then uh, I think they messaged me at three in the morning the next day to say, oh, can you train Karim at 10 in the morning next day? And luckily, I went to the bathroom, I saw my phone, I was like, for sure, man, I'll be there, you know? Yeah. And the same thing, the next, the next day also, he liked it, so then the next day also, they messaged me at like two in the morning or something, but I was willing to, you know, it's the weekend and everything, but uh, this is the type of things that, that you need to do in order to get there, you know? You have to be, you know, when you start as an entrepreneur, you can't say, no, no, it's, I only work from nine to five, I only do this, if you want to, you have to wait in line like everybody, no, man, like you have to, understand the big picture and how big of a, you know, of an impact those things can have. So... It's the sacrifices that you put in the beginning, which we yeah. later. Um, tell me, okay, so you came here, you had some friends, you opened your first gym, mm -hmm. okay? How did you feel you were growing in here? Like, I'm sure you had to hustle your way and by doing something we call in our industry, the prospecting. Mm -hmm. Because end of the day, it's not like whenever you go, you see a gym, doesn't mean that you will come in and say, hey, please train me. Yeah. So there must be something that people were coming to you with this big volume. What made Coach Nick so special from all of the other coaches that we see in this Yeah, I mean, yeah, so the first three years that I was here, it was basically my friend's gym, yeah? So I, I, I learned a lot. To be honest, like my friend who was a bit older than me, he, he, he had a, a lot of knowledge for training, not so much business or marketing and stuff like that. But I think those first three years, I didn't have social media also, like I, I became a really good trainer. And when I first moved here, I decided to, you know, I played sports my whole life. I decided to make a comeback for a sprint. So I was training the national team and all that. And uh, one of the big things is, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I, I like to lead by example also. 
getting faster for sports it has been my passion. I'm obsessed with that since I was a kid, you know. I did sprints for 10 years competitively. I went to university, I went nationals. I, you know, I played ice hockey, football, American football, all these things that you have to be quick, you know. So it's a passion for me to get now. I didn't make it as a professional athlete, but the next best thing for me is to work with athletes and help them make it, you know. So um, yeah, the first three years uh, that I was at that gym, I learned a lot. And then basically, like I said, they were not so big on marketing, social media and that kind of stuff. And then I offered to do it for them. I was like, pay me or something every month and I'll do it. They didn't want to waste money on social media. So I was like, all right, you know what? And I'll do it myself, but I'll start my own thing, you mm-hmm. know. So I started my Coach Nick thing, and then that started to grow. And um, yes, yeah, so that was me five years ago. So that's when I started like Instagram and, and all that stuff. I think the, the the biggest, scariest thing for me, up to that point, I was still always an employee, you know? So I was 28, had never um, worked for myself, basically. And then, again, I'm lucky, you know, like through the journey, you meet some people and you know, different mentors, they help you in different ways. So I got a couple of pep talks, you know, for some people. I said, man, you can definitely do it. You know, you, you just trust yourself, basically yeah, believe in yourself. In yourself. Uh, and then I, I took the leap. I, I quit from that gym. I wasn't too sure what I was going to do. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just tried a bunch of stuff and, and sort of worked out. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so... When we look at your social media, most of the time, you all see celebrities, mm-hmm. celebrities of the country, uh, in any industry, they're all with you. Also, you have the side where we see lots of football players with you. That's why I was thinking that you must be an, a football player or an ex-football yeah. player. I played football until I was 18 for my okay. schools and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I know, so I know the sport. This is your favorite game. I'm Canadian, so me, it's ice hockey. So, okay. Yeah, I play ice hockey <laughs> also. Uh, I, I love all sports, mm-hmm. but yeah, growing up in Canada, you, you watch in Montreal, uh, it's ice hockey number one. Right, right. so uh, when I see like all of this massive quantity of people, and also I've been witnessing now that like, you're doing uh, some kind of online coaching mm-hmm. where you are selling monthly courses, subscription, and there's uh, different packages. So first of all, tell me what really pushed you to get into online courses? I mean, uh, I realized maybe, yeah, a couple of years ago, four or five years ago, I realized online was the way to go, you know? Um, one reason is obviously because I want to go back to Canada more eventually. Uh, my my family, my parents are there. Then you have my, my wife's parents are in Greece also. So having something online first is more scalable. You know, you don't have to, you're not paid per hour. You can reach more people quicker. And uh, second, you have the flexibility to to travel whenever, wherever you want, you know, except if there's COVID, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, that, that's amazing for you, but I'm yeah. thinking about it as a human being. If someone would tell me, I'm going to give you an online course to, mm-hmm. to train. So I think about it like, I don't need an online course. I want someone over my head to be yeah. pushing me, telling me, do two more, or just seeing yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. telling me this. So how did people react to it? I mean, like, I see how many people send you videos, you yeah. post them, the testimonials, the WhatsApps. Like, yeah. like, how do you make sure all of your students or clients are in this commitment? Like, this is something really mind-blowing. Yeah, I mean, I, I got lucky. Like, so, so basically, how, how it happened is, 
um, all those celebrities and stuff, right? So I tried the online thing maybe four years ago. And that's when I realized it's very competitive and stuff. And even though I was really good uh, as a trainer and I could get people results, I could get athletes quicker and all that, nobody knew about it. And I was like, okay, how do I reach out to all these people around the world, you know, so that they know. And uh, so I tried it online. I was like, okay, man, I need to, if you look at successful trainers, celebrity trainers in Hollywood, in the States and all that, it's because they train the actors, they train the pro athletes and stuff like that. So everybody's like, man, if this, this guy is training those guys, he, he knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line, you know? So I was like, yeah, I need, I need to find a way to get some big names. So, so then, yeah, I found some ways to do that. And uh, now, now basically, yeah, I'm lucky because a lot of the guys who follow me, a lot of the people who follow me on Instagram, they, they're, you know, athletes or they want to become professional athletes. They have the dedication, discipline and stuff, but um, around the world, especially in football, there's a big lack of knowledge on how to train. You know, they'll play with the ball and stuff, but it's not about that only now. And you look at the, the athletes nowadays, they're quicker, they're stronger, they're faster, you know, so, and, and it doesn't just happen by chance. They have to train for years for this, you know, and there's a science behind this. So uh, basically, I've got all these people from all around the world that, are willing to put in the work, but there's no credible information on the, you know, on the internet. It's confusing. This guy, you know, he's showing these exercises, but it just looks good for the gram. It doesn't actually work. Or this other guy is really good for selling, but does it actually work? So, you know, I'm basically coming out with like, you know, I can tell you exactly what to do. If you do exactly what I tell you, you'll get the results. And because I have, you know, a lot of guys that are very dedicated or they'll pay for it. It's an investment in themselves, but they want to become professional or they want to make it to the next level. Then yeah, all I have to do is give them the program, tell them, look, this is how you do it. This is where you're supposed to feel it. You know, now go and do it. I know they're going to do it for the next month, three months, whatever I tell them to do, you know? So yeah. They'll follow your plan, you know, they will get the result. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. you're specialized in getting people stronger, quicker, yeah. endurance, of course. How endurance. about fast, uh, sorry, fat loss? Fat loss, I can help. I can I can give advice and this and that. I, and I've done it before. I've been a trainer for almost 15 years. So I've had a lot of people that, like even now I have some, a couple of VIPs that I train that uh, they just want to look good. They just want to be a bit more fit and stuff, you know? I can help for that. But, you know, I have some friends that are transformation coaches. That's what they specialize in. And for me, it's not, it's not my thing just because. So you refer your friends when yeah. you have a case like that. Yeah. If it's like somebody that really wants, like, just, I just want to have a six pack. It's like, okay, look, for me, it's not my thing too much. Now I've done it on myself. Also, I've, I've applied it. I, I, all these types of training, I, I think it's important as a trainer to, to do it yourself first. So that's why I was on the cover of Men's Health. I did all these photo shoots. I had this morning with Under Armour. Like, so I, I can do it myself, getting bigger, getting leaner, getting all these things, you know, but it's not my passion, you know? So if, if the guy's willing to pay me all this money and he's like, okay, I just want to lose fat. Okay, I'll do it, <laughs> you know, if it's enough. But, but me, because I grew up as an athlete, obsessed with getting faster, and there's so many football players out there that want to the same thing, this is what I'm passionate about, you know? When I think about it and I train him and after one or two weeks, he's like, wow, coach, I'm so much quicker today. I scored two goals, we won 2-0 or something. Like, this is what I love because back in the day when I was 18 playing football and I started getting injured and stuff, 
I wish I had someone to help me, you know, that way. And so I, I didn't have to. You, you know, right yeah. now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So tell me, um, this year, 2020, yeah. all of the world has paused in March. And we've seen all of the cultures stop doing their stuff. No one was training. Everyone was locked at home. Yeah. How did you overcome this uh, stage, which we had to stay at home until May, I think? Yeah. Almost two months. So uh, me personally, I was still seeing your videos, what you're yeah. doing at home, jumping on the stairs and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, how did you overcome it? I, I think it's all about the mindset, yeah? Which is something that we, we both... You know, we follow the, the same type of people on Instagram, like the entrepreneurs, the Gary V's, the Grant Cardone, and all, all these guys, and Millet and all that. Like they, it's not just about making a lot of money, or it's about being the best person, you know, that you can be. About um, growing, you know, about uh, improving always. So I think when you have the right mindset, something like COVID or something. You know, something, sometimes you get some bad things that happen in your life. If you have the right mindset, instead of saying, oh man, there's no way I can do this, you, you look for ways to use this to your advantage instead, you know? So when I saw COVID happening, to me, it was like, well, okay. Like, obviously at first you're like, whoa, okay, <laughs> what do we do now? But then you're like, okay, everybody else is freaking out. These are the times, these are the moments that, that make you stand out. If you look at the Great Depression, all these things. That's when they have all those uh, millionaires, billionaires pop out of nowhere, you know, because while everybody was freaking out and like being, you know, same with real estate, they were like, you know, they're, they're keeping their money and that. You have a couple of guys that went all out and they come out of this like monsters, you know. So this is how you have to look at it. I think you have to always work on the mindset, on your self-development, you know, uh, and, and that's how you learn also about these things, you know, like you read books, you, you listen to podcasts and stuff. And then you're like, oh, actually, this guy's got some good ideas. Oh, this is what this guy does. Okay. So now next time something bad happens or you have an obstacle, you start thinking like, oh, what would this guy have done, you know? And then and then it's fine, you know? You just so find a way. as an opportunity as we found it ourselves. Yeah, like, exactly. That's the time you jump in the market. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, I want to talk to you about something that's extremely important. You just said it, but I want to go into details in it. So basically, when someone is gonna come to your program or any kind of program, it needs lots of commitment. It needs like to follow a proper diet, a proper training, even proper sleeping. And you know, sometimes in the back of our mind, we have that voice who tells us, you know, like, reward yourself, have that junk meal or have this and that. Like, how do you always keep that balance, you know, like you're always committed, you're, you're, you're recharging your energy. How, how do you keep focused this way? You mean for me or for my athletes? For you and how you tell your athletes? For, uh, I mean, for me, I have different ways, but for the athletes, uh, what I find is that, and what I found more and more, which is really interesting, is that as I built my brand more and more, my reputation, and people know this guy has trained all these players and all that. Um, you know, I charge more also. I charge online and everything. So they have to pay for this. And, and when you pay for something, first of all, you're more committed. But also if your coach, you know, you're in Norway, you're in South America or something, the guy who's telling you what to do is the guy who trains the Benzema, the Ben Mendy, uh, you know, Alexander Arnold, all these guys. 
you're not gonna mess around, man. Like all your friends, yeah, like this is a this is your chance to make it, you know. So if that coach tells you to do it, then you're gonna do everything that he says, you know, because that's one of the main things in a training program. You can have the best training program, you can have the, the best nutrition plan and everything. If you don't believe in the plan, you won't push as hard, you won't get the same results. You have some people, like between a guy who's got the best program in the world, but he's not too sure, you know, and then the other guy who, he's like, man, this is the best program, but it's a shit program. The guy who's got the shit program is gonna get better results. Why? Because he's pushing himself to the limit every time, which means he's gonna improve every time more. So in the end, he's gonna have better results than the other guy, you know? So, so for me now it's, I mean, I'm still working on getting more bigger clients and all this, but because I've got this list, the players trust what I do, what I say, and so they go all out and they just do it. You know, there's no second guessing or anything. So I, I now it's a bit easier for me, you know, because I know like a couple of years ago, if I would have said something, they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, Coach Nick is good, but like, maybe I'll cheat a little bit or whatever, yeah, you know? No, no, we got that. Yeah, exactly. But now the guys that I have, like they'll, yeah, they really believe in what I say. Which is why it works. Yeah. I read something interesting the other day that says that uh, when your body tells you that you're done, it's only your 40% mm-hmm. there. Is this true? Uh, what's his called? Is that from, uh, what's his name, the army guy in the States, right? I, I cannot recall it. I just saw I it somewhere on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know what, sometimes when I'm in the gym, mm-hmm. I feel exhausted. But for some reason, because I'm listening to a podcast or something, yeah. I keep going, yeah. which I can still give another 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. And sometimes when I feel exhausted, means I am exhausted. Yeah. So how do you uh, how do you know what's your body limit? Yeah. Uh, for this, everybody is different, right? Of course. And everybody has different thresholds and stuff. An athlete and, and the person who doesn't train, it's completely different. So if the person doesn't train, I say, okay, do one more set of like, Oh man, like, you know, it's the end of the world. The athlete is never going to second guess. Yeah, very often it happens. I'm like, are you okay? If I give him the choice, can you do one more set or not? They're always going to say, I'll do the one more set. Mm-hmm. And then they go straight to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. You know, they come back. Okay, let's do it again, you know? So yeah, I think you have to, you have to, to test yourself and, and learn about your body and how you're supposed to feel it and get sick sometimes, even get injured sometimes to know what it means. Because there's good pain and bad pain, obviously, you know, like you all, yeah, there's no, you know, no pain, no gain. Okay, yeah, but if your shoulder is killing you, you can't lift it, it's a problem, you know? (laughs) But some guys, you know, they're like, I'll just push through. I've I've done it before also, because you're so, you want it so bad, but then you have to learn to like, listen to your body, take a step back, turn around it, fix it. That's, I think that's one of the ways also how, I've tried all those things on myself. So now when I have a player who's injured, I'm like, most of the injuries, I'm like, yeah, I've had this. I can help him, you know? <laughs> I have experienced yeah. this, yeah. Uh, what was your most dangerous injury? Oh, man. And for how long you stayed to recover and to come back and yeah. everything? Yeah, I had a really tough one uh, three, four years ago. So yeah, three and a half years ago when I, for my 30th birthday, you know, oh, big 3-0, okay, what are you going to do? Everybody clubbing? No, man, I've done my share. Like, okay, something special to me is I was like, I haven't done a proper sprint race in so many years, maybe eight years, you know? I was like, I'm going to do a race. And you know, because in Dubai, well, everywhere, 
all the ex-athletes are like, oh man, I used to be so quick, I would have killed you, you know? Basketball players, uh, football players, um, fighters, everything. Oh man, I'm, I'm the quickest. I was like, okay, let's, let's get all these guys in one lane and one race and see what happens, see you know? The yeah. So then I got, uh, there was eight of us. It was a big thing with Men's Health magazine and all the sponsors and all that. And then for my birthday, that was the race. And uh, all guys that were over 30, 30 or more, you know, so it's like fair. We all trained for it. It was a really big thing. And then we came out. It was a 60 meter because 60 is safe for 100. You really have to train for it for a while. It's not as mm -hmm. easy as it looks, you know, especially when you're older and stuff. So 60 meters. I destroyed everybody in the first 40 meters. And then I felt one hamstring go. But I was like, man, I'm so close. I'm like 20 meters away. All the adrenaline, everybody, my family was there also. Oh, I was like, I can't, I can't be feeling my hamstring. So then I did another step, I pushed on it and it cut, it just went. And at that, at that point, you're going 30, 35 kilometers an hour because you're almost at maximum speed. So when I landed on the next foot, clap, the other hamstring went also. <laughs> and then at that speed, I, I fell on my shoulder, pop, like this, messed up my shoulder also because I'm going basically 30 kilometers an hour. So both hamstrings, my shoulders, And I went from feeling like I was a beast before the race, man. I was so strong. I was on top of the world. I was destroying everything. And then all of a sudden, I couldn't walk, man. It was your third I couldn't train, huh? It was your third year. birthday, yeah. Oh, wow. So I, I, man, I, uh, after the race, my mom was there. I cried with my mom. Like, what the hell, man? Like, it was tough, man. I couldn't walk. And You know, when you, you feel like you're on top of the world, all of a sudden you can't walk, you can't even train upper body because your shoulder is messed up. What do you do, man? You go crazy. Like, this is your life, you know? And, and on Instagram at that time also, I was like, you know, sponsored by all those companies and men's health cover and everybody's like, Nick is like a super athlete. So that was my brand, you know? But it's one of the things that made me realize also, man, you cannot do this forever also, you know? Like, yeah, a lot of guys... Their brand is like they have six pack, they're monsters and stuff. When you're 40, 45, you cannot do this anymore, man. Whereas as a coach, you don't have to have a crazy squats and deadlifts. You don't need, man. I've been there, done that. I've deadlifted 250 kilos. Okay, it's fine. But I don't need to do it every week, like, you know? So, um, yeah, man. So that was tough. The next three months, I, I had physio every week and everything. And then I wasn't supposed to train upper body also because of my shoulder. I was like, man. Screw it, I have to. So I was pushing through the pain. And instead of taking six weeks, I think it took six months for my shoulder to get better. And so that was a dark time, man. But I think sure that time it was to overcome it mentally. Yeah. It was harder than to get it physically. Yeah. Because end of the day, the body will follow the mind. Yeah. So you were feeling like you're the king, you're the top of the world, and suddenly you got that huge fall. Yeah. So here, how did you overcome it? What were you doing? remembering the old days or just yeah. saying like you can do it and then so how did you overcome it in this way i good question i'm trying to remember but you know whenever i get something bad like that you i'm i'm a believer in god also you know so i i like to be spiritual and all that and and believe that everything happens for a reason and Oh, all these things, even, uh, you know, the Stoics and everything, I read like a lot of that stuff, like Marcus Aurelius and all that stuff. So you put things in perspective and then you focus on what you can control. Man. What are you going to do? Like, <laughs> you're going to stay there and be depressed and get fat and stuff, or are you going to use this advantage to do something else, you know? 
and then to to come back stronger that's the main thing because even for the football the, the, the athletes that I train and stuff like everybody's gonna get injured at some point you know? you know it's it's what you do when you get injured what happens when you fall down like do you you complain and then you just give up or you just keep going but it's the same in business you know I think that's why there's a lot of high level athletes that become great business people or entrepreneurs because it's the same thing man it's, it's all about just keep going having the discipline you have the right habits you keep pushing you hit you hit a wall you, you get back up you go again you know it's the same thing stand man. back up keep yeah. pushing and Nick, what was the moment where you felt you are extremely proud of yourself? There's, there's, you know, there's always sometimes that you like, you, uh, little things that hit you and you're like, wow, okay, man, this is like, this is what I dreamed about when I was younger, you know, training guys from Real Madrid, from Manchester United, from Liverpool, like, holy shit, you know? And I said it to my family and my friends and I'm happy and this and that, but you know, I've had some certain moments, like one of the biggest ones for sure is when I trained 57 or when I hung out with the game. And this is cool. Like even now, before I came here, you know, my, my wife was uh, listening to some music and I was like, oh, I know this guy came, you know, I was chilling with him at the beach, you know? <laughs> so for me, like as a kid, you know, you grow up listening to this every single day. I, I lived in New York also for a bit, uh, not too far from where he's from and stuff, you know? Wow, like I was spotting him on the bench press and everything. To me, that was like one of my highlights, you know? Benzema also, obviously, like Real Madrid, this and that, but music, 50 Cent is a legend, man. You know? Of course. Like, so, we're all going to go up listening yeah, to him. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, here to go. You're with him and he's listening to yeah, your exactly. instruction. I tell him what to do. to make himself better, yeah. which is, yeah, of course, yeah. That's amazing. All right, I uh, just want to speak about the clients now. I will tell everyone uh, listening to us how to approach you, how to reach you. I just want to know, like, is anyone eligible to be your client or you have certain criteria of people that you're focused on coaching? Yeah, no, not everybody. So, I mean, obviously I've expensive. That's one for like, the first thing. But, uh, you know, I, I, I want to work with serious people. And now I can afford to, to do that. I can turn away people if they're wasting my time and stuff. Like, I get messages every day, like way, like a lot of messages of football players. Oh, coach, can you help me? And, okay, like, are you, are you, I can, I ask a couple questions. Are you serious or not? If you're not serious, man. Uh, yeah, can we know what that type uh, of questions <laughs> they have? So, well, it depends. I mean, you know, football players, I have a lot of young football players that follow me also. So, I mean, I try to help as many people as I can, but I only have 24 hours in a day. So if they're like, oh, you know, they send me a video, oh, do you know anybody, you know, uh, agents, this and that, I'm like, okay, man, I can't do this for everybody. I would love to, but I can't, you know, right now. Like, so if if they're not willing, you know, or I'll tell them how much even the cost is or what the program entails and, you know, and um, if, if, if they're not willing to, to, to commit to it, then, You know, I, I so when you work. say commit, commit is only about working out or it's also going to be about the food you're having, the sleep pattern you're having, like the, like what kind of commitment you require from a client? Yeah, all, all these things. Is yeah, all these things. Like you said, they, they have to to be willing to, to do what I tell them. So to yeah. sleep eight hours, to, to eat properly. And that's including staying away from parties, from drinking. Uh, you know, like again... 
when I tell people on Instagram, okay, I'm looking for three people or something that that are willing to work hard and stuff, I get hundreds of messages, but it's all people that are relatively serious mm-hmm. and willing to work hard. And, and yeah, normally just with the questions, like basically there's a few qualifying questions and then like I said in the application form, when they qualify, they get to book a call with me. So we, you know, maybe the first time I did this, I got 250 people that messaged me. I think 40 or 50 people made it through the application form. And then, so I had a Zoom calls with like 40 or 50 of them over the next couple of weeks. By the time they get to that point, usually they're pretty serious. So, um, yeah, but then I get like, I don't want to have too many people doing the personalized program just because I don't have the time also. So that's why I charge a bit more. If they can't afford that, then there's the other options, which is like the 28 day preseason training program. The online course. Yeah. So that also is very good. I tell them exactly what to do, the videos for everything, for the weights, the sprinting, change directions, conditioning, mobility, everything is on there also. But it's not personalized and they don't get to ask me every day, like, oh, am I doing this right yeah. now? You know? So that, that option is, you know, even less than half the yeah, cost. Another, uh, also, another training which costs more, but they can be talking to you just yeah, yeah, so that's the one. Days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, the, so I have the, for $25 a month, which is just a membership group on Instagram. Okay. I put content every day, mm-hmm. tips on nutrition, recovery, mindset, all that stuff. And then for $147, you have the preseason training program, which is what I told you, like everything is there for one month. You don't have to be confused. You do exactly what I tell you, you'll be quicker with the bottom line. And then, and then, yeah, if you're willing, if you have the budget and everything to pay 400 a month uh, or 500 a month, then yeah, you get personalized training program and, and you get to ask me questions and everything, follow up. You know, we, we talk a couple times a week and everything. So what's the best uh, medium for people to reach you? I know you coach Nick on Instagram, yeah. which says you're most famous for it. There's any other mediums like Facebook, LinkedIn? Uh, I have, uh, yeah, on Facebook I have a page also, but it's uh, it's basically the same thing as on Instagram. Uh, I have YouTube, which I've put a couple of videos. It's, it's not too big. I think I have 500 followers or something. It's, I'm not pushing too much this on there. You keep it as teasers, you know? Let's yeah. see what you can be doing there. <laughs> well, I, try, I try to have like a bit of everything, but it's hard to do everything, man. Like you said, I need eventually to maybe hire someone who can help me take care of that stuff. Thank you, know? you. I did this mistake. I yeah. wanted to prospect, get properties, get clients, sell them, do my social media, do this, do that, do yeah. that. Eventually, I was reaching every night drained yeah. and I was I was not getting the job perfectly done so I'm like you know what we just yeah, need five yeah. people to do what you don't do and yeah. focus on what you do best what you do best what you yeah. like and yeah. this will elevate your life like people tell me oh you have 16 hours per day to work I'm like no I have 56 and yeah. they're like how because I have five people working for me yeah. helping me doing this stuff so this will be a major changer in yeah, your life yeah, yeah. I need and to get on that yeah for sure Especially things like that, like you said, YouTube, LinkedIn. I have a friend who does that also. Like he, he's just someone who does all that for him. You said it yourself. Once yeah. you jumped into Instagram, this changed your life. Yeah. And this was like the you know like the eye opener for people. Who's Nick? Who's this guy? Let yeah. me follow him. Let me see what he's doing. We've been following each other for almost yeah. a year, and that's the first time I meet you face to face. So yeah, YouTube it has even way more reach than Instagram on the other portals. So once your channel is you think out, so, yeah? I, I believe so. I promise you so. Like. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, yeah, I need to get more on YouTube and stuff. I have TikTok also. 
think uh, 25,000 followers on there. So that's good. But um, then we have the podcast also. I try try to be on- online because I know like all these things they all connect. Also, they help each other. You know, so that's why I'm trying to have the presence in everywhere. But uh, the main one is Instagram, just because with the crowd. Like even the first time that I started the online thing, actually, uh, it was a Facebook page. You know, because you can have a community, people can talk and everything. I figured it'd be a good idea. Within the first 24 hours, I had a couple of football players told me, I don't have Facebook, I only have Instagram. Yeah. So I realized my, my, you know, my niche, the people that I deal with, they're a bit younger also. Nobody has Facebook. They, they're all on Instagram. So that's why my focus is on Instagram. Like, I, yeah, that's, that's simply why, you know. But so Instagram is the easiest one, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So here you go, guys. You heard that himself. That's a natural star of Dubai. Feel free to reach him anytime for any question, even to apply for application. And if you're lucky enough, this coach is going to help you transform your life and becoming the best version of yourself. Thank you so much for watching this episode and we'll see you on the next one.